Hello, ladies. It's Nechama Seiderson here, and I hope you had a most beautiful Chag. In last week's Parsha, Parsha Tzav, Moshe Rabbeinu performed the seven days of services for the inauguration of the Mishkan. And in this week's Parsha, Parsha Shemini, it's the eighth day, that's why it's called Shemini, the eighth day of the inauguration services, Aaron and his sons officially get into their new role as Kohanim, and they perform the services on this eighth day. They do all the sacrifices and everything. And it's a really, really exciting time. And Aaron HaKohen, after he does all the services, he's just filled with such joy and excitement and just overflowing, and he blesses the, the, the Jews, which turns out to be the blessing that we do for Pekas Kohanim. And because Hashem was so pleased with his blessing, the Kohanim actually got this as an eternal gift to be able to have the mitzvah of blessing the Jewish nation, Pekas Kohanim. A beautiful idea. What does tragically kind of put a damper on the Parsha is that Aaron's two sons, Nadav and Avihu, both pass away. And it's really sad. That's, I just, I hate that part because it's just, there was just so much goodness going on there and there's so much celebration and such a sad thing happens right in the middle of the Parsha. Um, and the Parsha ends off, interestingly, with the laws of Kashras, of the kosher animals and the non-kosher animals, which is really interesting. And that's actually what I want to talk about now because we are always eating, but how often are we actually thinking about how amazing it is to keep kosher? Not that often. So my grandmother, she should have an, her neshama should have an aliyah, Miriam Basmosha, her, her first yard site is actually this Shabbos. She was just a very cute lady, and her fridge was filled with all sorts of magnets and things cut out for magazines and, and uh, cute cartoons. And my siblings and I all unanimously remember the cartoon, the You Are What You Eat cartoons that were always pasted on her fridge. And um, what's interesting is that the Ramban and the Sefer HaChinuch both talk about the fact that this is not just a cartoon joke. This is a real thing. You actually are what you eat. The animals that you ingest have an effect on your neshama. And what's interesting is that you may not morph into, you know, a man might not morph into an ice cream cone, <laughs> but when you ingest something that's not kosher, it creates a barrier. It's called timtum halev, this like shell around your neshama that hardens your neshama. It makes it harder for you to perceive spiritual things, spirituality. And when we eat kosher foods, we are leaving ourselves open and just available for spirituality. We're, when we eat not kosher, we're closing ourselves off. And not only that, but we can take on the midos, the, the character traits of the animals that we eat. And so eating a vulture, for example, not something we really want, right? Just looking on it at, at it on a superficial level, right? Look at the face of a dove and the characteristic of a dove and, a, and, an, and an eagle or a bird of prey, right? Which ones do you want to be more like? So that's just a really basic thing to keep in mind as we, you know, dig into our chicken. The Lababa says a beautiful, beautiful idea. As we eat our food and we're ingesting the stuff that's going to have an effect on our neshama, we're also indulging in a physical pleasure. And what the, the two um, signs, the simanim, of a kosher animal, that they have split hooves and that they chew their cut, actually teach us a lot about the way that we're supposed to interact with this world with physical pleasure. The hoof touches the ground, and the ground is symbolic of physicality. It's the ground, the earth. Now, we don't want just the full, just a, a solid hoof with no, with no crack. That's not kosher, right? We want there to be a crack there so that the spirituality can shine through the hoof that meets the physicality and 
as a big tenet of, of, of Judaism is to elevate the physicality. We could take something mundane and basic, like eating, which is what we're talking about here, and we can elevate it. We can make it spiritual. We can use it to serve Hashem. And the second siman, the second sign, is that a kosher animal chews its cud. What's with that? What's with that? How do we learn anything from that? A Jew who's eat, who, when we eat or do anything physical, we should think about it. We should, you know, chew it over. We shouldn't just run after the physical pleasures of this world. We should, you know, think it over. Why do I need this physical pleasure or this to do this physical act? Is it good for me? Am I doing it in service of God? Am I doing it to better my service of God? Or am I just doing it because I'm running after the physical pleasures of this world? We're supposed to chew our cud, so to speak. So these are two lessons that you can learn from the simanim of a kosher animal. It's a beautiful, beautiful thought. Have a wonderful Shabbos, a wonderful week and a wonderful Shabbos, and thank you for listening.